Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Tara mentioned on the news that in Oberstown, 95% of young offenders were male. And I was quite shocked, absolutely shocked at the idea that that would be the case. I, I knew the majority would be male. And then I had a quick look up at prison populations. And I noticed there in the UK, for example, I think the figure was 3,000 people in prison in, in England are women and 77,000 are men. And I'm pretty sure that um, the same figures would apply here. So... I just seen a text that came in just after. It says, hi, I'm very interested in your discussion just now regarding the precarious situation boys find themselves in. I'm a psychologist and I'm aware of the bias against boys in the academic literature, which filters down to how boys' problems are, con- are, are conceptualised and are treated by other professionals and society at large. Uh, it's really quite interesting and something that should be discussed more. In essence, boys' problems are seen as their fault uh, or men generally, whereas girls' problems are seen as being large caused by a male-dominated society. Uh, please call me, if you'd like, because I'd like to discuss this in the air. Best wishes, Donal. And, and Donal, Donal joins me in the air. Donal, good afternoon to you. Are you there, Donal? Hi, yeah. Uh, Donal Ryan, you're a psychologist. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now this figure of 95% of young offenders are boys. I myself and Tara had a little kind of brief chat about it, and we're not qualified to really talk about it, but the fact that Tara mentions a lot is to do with education... I, may, I thought a lot is to do about the boys that they're brought up that they should be brave, courageous, never show their feelings, don't cry, and maybe that's part of it, this bravado. But what, what do you think the main reason why boys end up in you know, juvenile detention centres or this aggression and they also end up in jail more so than girls? Why do you think that is? Okay, well, it, of course, it, it, that's a, a big question. Of course, it's not a simple answer, I understand no, that. No, it's not. Um, but... What I would say is um, it's obviously saying something. It's saying something about boys because if you combine that with the statistics around suicide, for example, which are in the 80% predominantly male, yes. Male, you know, uh, ADHD, six or seven uh, boys are diagnosed with ADHD for every one girl. Even autism diagnosis like that. So it's saying something. Uh, about the situation of boys in relation to, to society because all these problems are a manifestation of something within the individual but also with society at large. So uh, from my point of view, I suppose, you know, going through the academic um, courses and studying, you know, what's put out there regarding boys and child development in general, I would say there's a... A bias against boys in society, <laughs> which is a very controversial thing to say for starters. Well, no, I don't think it's controversial. I think, you, I think, I think, I think it's well-known trouble. fact. <laughs> no, I mean, well, look, and that extends right to, to adulthood in society. And I mentioned family law earlier on as well to Tara when we look yeah. at the family law courts. And thankfully, that's changing a little bit. But there is a bias right. towards men. There is, you know, and it's, it, it is connected with feminism and it's connected with modernity and challenging all kind of um, establishments, whether it's the church, whether it's the banking system. You know, the idea of a male-dominated society has been challenged as, you know, a biased one that we should throw out and replace it with something better. So it is, a, you know, part of a, a broader picture. But when you get to the nitty-gritty of the research that's presented to students in colleges, it is biased, um, and 
I'll give you uh, my, like my situation. Um, I was a builder for many years, and I entered third level education as a mature student, and so I knew understood about measuring stuff, you know, inanimate objects. Um, so when I went and I I did all the child development modules, um, you know, I I was aware of the type of research, the standard uh, type of research, as questionnaires and stuff like that. You're not actually measuring anything, you know, specific. It's to do with interpretation all the time. So I was sitting in the classroom um, and I had two kids at the time and I could not believe the research that was being presented, which was basically around the idea of fathers are not essential for child rearing. Okay, that was, a, a, I wouldn't say it was the only team in the, in the modules, but it's a, it was a dominant team. That what, we were disposable, essentially? They weren't needed. They weren't needed. Now, I, you know, there's a couple of, you know, these were on the recommended reading list, you know, and, and the, the title of one paper, I'll never forget it, was Deconstructing the Essential Father. Now, if you look down further in, within that particular academic paper, it also says mothers are, are not essential. But what I'd say is, if, you, if anybody put it out there that mothers are not essential, they would be eaten alive, okay? Which, you know, understandably. Mm-hmm. But this idea of, you know, presenting to a, stu- you know, a student body, which was basically 95% female, young, impressionable ladies, um, you know, they were presenting this, in, you know, as, as, as research, as scientific. But as I say, this is not science as people would Because it's not measurable. Think. It's, yes. it's not measurable. It, it is people who are doing research to find a particular thing. And we are, we are in, I'll tell you, and it, it is a, a tricky thing to, to talk about and, and yeah. articulate. But oh, by the way, somebody, is, somebody, I, I want to mention something. Somebody just chat, wanted me to pick you up on something because they said autism mm. is not something that's due to psychological reasons. Please pick them up on this. It's a sensory condition and biological. Um, well, and well, I, 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 I think you were generalizing that's something. That's debatable. I, well, I, actually, that's debatable. You know, well, it, depend, it depends it on what you're talking When you refer to autism, now, unfortunately, nowadays, a lot of things come under the autism umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think generally you're referring to autism. What you're referring to is I mean, there has been research done into ADHD and defiance disorder and all mm. these things that a lot of these could be considered environmental uh, as well as psychological. Well, see, this, this is a point of what I'm saying, Ines. Okay. You know, this is, this is the to, to, to do research on these, uh, you know, problems of the mind, let's say, or culture, is very, very difficult because you're never actually me- measuring anything. So, so to that caller, I would say it's a debate out there whether these things are biological. Well, it's be- like you're measuring behaviour, I suppose. Yeah, you're measuring behaviour. Yeah, are. Okay. You know, but, you know, again, you're back to questionnaires and stuff like that. You know, there's no okay, measuring... But get, yeah, but getting back to... Like is there an argument that boys find it difficult uh, because society has told them not to do this uh, over time and, and, and only now we're starting to challenge this. They find it difficult to share their feelings, to share their problems, to, um, you know, that they can't come to somebody and say, I'm afraid or, and they have this idea mm. that there's, they must be brave and masculine. And Of course, look, we all grew up, you know, with those ideas as boys, you know. Um, well, what I'd say is, you know, the, the modern kind of trend in academia, you know, is around deconstructing the idea of anything being innate, natural, biological. Getting back to what you're talking about there a second ago, okay? So boys and girls are presented as being absolutely 100% the same from, from the time they're, when they're born, you know, as regards the mind and stuff like but, that. But we're know, not behavior. the same, are we? I mean, I mean our but DNA, our biological this makeup is, what, is this different. Is, this is what I'm saying about the bias. The bias is that if you if you 
try and articulate that there is innate differences in bias. You, it will not be tolerated. It's not tolerated in academia. We're in this, you know, biased kind of era where you can say these type of things. But I, I absolutely believe that there are traits um, with boys that are innate. We're not the same. We are different, but we're equal, but we're different. And what's happening now is boys are being coerced into being something they cannot be. Like give me an, well, give, well, give me an example. When you... Like Alberstown and stuff like that. Okay. You know, ultimately, they, they are saying something that they're not fitting in in society. Well, look, well, give me an example of what you mean. When you say boys are being told that they're different or they, they need to behave differently or whatever, give me an example of exactly what you mean by that. Okay. Um, well, let me see. Um, I would say, you know, there is an innate... Well, I'd put it like this. There is, even within the research, there's this kind of idea that boys externalise things, you know? So so girls, like in general, we're talking about here, there's always differences, you know? Um, but generally, boys externalise stuff. So, so girls might internalise stuff. So boys need to be out and about. We have a, a kind of disposition where we naturally inclined to get out, climb trees, rough and tumble, all that kind of stuff, where gears, not so much. And today... So the stereotype, so in other words... that spoke about the educational system, and it does not cater for boys. You know, boys are are a worse fit with the educational system we have now than girls, and I'm not saying it's good for either. But, so are you I mean, saying I, that we that we we kind of teach kids that they must conform to a stereotype? So but we don't yeah. teach them that. I think they naturally do it, don't they? Well, so boys are naturally climbing walls, climbing trees, running around like loonies, whereas girls, pretty dresses, dolls, flowers, lipstick, um, and act like mammy. In other words, is that what we're teaching people, or do you believe that's inherent within us in our DNA? Personally, I believe it's inherent. It's okay. absolutely, yeah, so you think girls natural? And I remember there was the a study. Okay, well, I, just to back you up, by the way, there was a study done in America where boys and girls were young boys and girls were put into a room with different coloured objects uh, and toys and things like that, and girls automatically gravitated towards the more colourful pinks, mm-hmm. yellows, whereas mm-hmm. boys automatically gravitated towards the darker colours and the and the the boy toys. In other words, they, yeah. and these were young people who didn't really have a chance to learn much about society, so they naturally gravitated towards these yeah. things as yeah. boys so, and girls so there, I, I believe there is innate differences I actually think most parents whether it's mothers or fathers who, who have reared the kids will say there is innate differences but in the universities now it's almost forbidden to say there are innate differences between the gender so society today is, has taken on a lot of this stuff whether it's in the media that, uh, do you believe sex and gender are the same, same do you believe sex and gender are the same thing no do you, uh, but they are intrinsically linked, aren't they? Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm not to say, yes. Okay, are, so they are intrinsically yeah. linked. So what, yeah, do, you, so what do you say to people who say they're not the same gender thing? Gender and, and sex are totally different, you know. Yeah. So I wouldn't agree with that. Okay. So just, I would say, the modern society today does not fit with boys. And you can see that with statistics, whether okay. it's Overstown House, jail, um, addiction rates, for example. There's two people... Uh, on average, two people die every day from drug addiction or suicide. Eighty percent of them are male. So that's saying something. About I know. Well, I, well, 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 what it says about society is that men, grown men, when we talk about the, the, the suicide rates, obviously feel more of a burden to provide financially and to provide, I suppose, emotionally when it comes to the family. 
Um, and when they can't yeah. do that, unfortunately, they don't feel they have any outlet to talk to somebody. So sadly, yeah. some of them take their lives. And I, and I do believe that's the main reason. That's the crux of the problem when it comes to suicide, sadly, for, for men and women. Now, mind you, that figure has changed over the last 10 or 15 years. There are more, sadly, more women now taking their lives, young women taking their lives as well. Um, so but maybe maybe that's to do with equality. You know? But Niall, the proportion hasn't changed. No, no. It's still around 80%, um, 80, 83% male and and. That is saying something. And it's well, not testosterone is a, and somebody rightly mentions testosterone has a lot to do with it as well. Biologically, of course, it's not rocket science. Boys have 10 times the amount of testosterone that girls have. And this yeah. is why, of course, we run around like lunatics and feel this aggression, maybe. Well, you see, aggression is put forward as being an inherently negative thing. But, I mean, you need... It's at the, at well, it generally is energy, negative. Aggression is negative, and, isn't and, it, Donald? You know, we do need boys to, to be able to, you know, put their health at risk and, and get things done. I mean, I worked on building sites, as I said. You know, you, you do need, a, you know, that kind of energy. And it's a positive thing. But, unfortunately, a lot of these things, especially within young boys, are looked upon as being a very negative you know, that mm, okay. boy, boys have this energy where it should be channeled, whereas now it, it tends to be kind of, you know, condemned. I, I tell you what, Donald, it's a really interesting conversation and maybe something that we should focus a bit more on a certain aspect of it. And I'd like to get you back on maybe on the nighttime show as well, if we could do a kind of topic around and bring a few callers on in relation to the genders. Because somebody points out here about not being rocket science. They also point out to the study that I was referring to, but I referred to humans. They said male monkeys, which shows you actually how different the genders are. Uh, male monkeys will gravitate towards boys' toys and female monkeys gravitate towards the dolls and teddies. He says, I know that's mind-blowing stuff, isn't it? It is mind-blowing stuff. He says that sarcastically. In other words, that there are people out there who deny that men and women are different, when in fact they are, or who deny they're different, when actually they are different. And anybody who, by the way, who suggests that biologically, in some way, that men and women are not different, of course we're different. We're different in the way we perform. We're different in the way we move on to our lives. We're physically different. Generally speaking, men are stronger than women. Not all the time, obviously, but generally speaking, they are stronger than women. Our makeup is different. We have different, when it comes to running, for example, men tend to have longer legs than women. Not always the case. There's some great female runners in there. Uh, But men tend to have longer legs and set higher records when it comes to swimming and athletics and all those kind of things. So men are different to women. It's not a bad thing, by the way. It's a good thing for society, isn't it? Surely it's a good thing that men and women are different. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.